Welcome to the School of Nerdcraft and Dungeondry. Come to the Magic Academy, School of Nerdcraft and Dungeondry. We are an improv D&D table that tells the beauty and magic of queer storytelling, and this podcast is a mostly uncut adventure taken from our Twitch channel, which you can find at magic underscore academy. Um, hello and welcome to the Society of Nerdcraft and Dungeonry. I am your head seeker for the day, Bonnie, or Sweet and Lore, um, and this is the Magic Academy. We are joined by a variety of elusive cryptids today, starting with the Evelyn. Hello. <laughs> One, Douglas Bergamont, Esquire. Hello. <laughs> Lily Pandas. Hello, Dungeon Mommy. <laughs> Dale's done. <laughs> we win. You win. You killed the frost maiden. Um. Uh. Hi. Uh. Winter. I'm dying. Yep. Hi. Same. Um. Woo. Uh, you can help us and be a part of the wonderful Magic Academy by making sure you like this video, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you never miss a new episode. Um, otherwise, you know, of course, checking out that Patreon and keeping up schedule. We love to see you guys. This episode is powered by Sirenscape because epic games need epic sounds. And with that, let's get into some Icewind Dale on this frosty afternoon. Um... Last episode, last episode, you guys stepped out of the Feywild and we're all like, oh, the Dwegar post, that's right. And then you went, oh, damn it, Bellamy's gone too. Again. <laughs> um, after reconciling that you were just going to have to wait out the snowstorm that you can see blowing off in the distance, Adel, Rovid, and Alexia walked back in, decided, you know... We'll take some shelter, maybe see if we can't find those missing goats in that missing lantern, get some supplies, we'll restock, and we'll head out the next morning. Um, after some looking and some awkward relationship conversations, um, you were able to find uh, quite a few rations and food, some more bedrolls, things that you guys decided you're going to take back to town and give to the people of um, Karakonig um, in this frozen time, knowing that, you know, they unfortunately sacrifice comfort and food and heat to the Frost Maiden in exchange for you know, not dying. If I say you know one more time, I just I'm gonna need a counter in chat. <laughs> we might have so, to replace the the other counter we have for you. <laughs> How many times does Bonnie latch on the one word? Um, Adel Rovid, you followed what you thought was some barking, discovering some you know, dog dog sleds and dog food. Made your way down to another set of cute little fluffy beans who were more than excited to see you they had the greatest living conditions straw beds heat the whole nine so you guys brought him back upstairs alexia was very excited to show you that he found some wood and wood carving tools and you guys went but wait there's more um after some exploring, Adel was able to recover the lantern that was missing from the Northern Lights Inn. You guys settled in for the rest of the day, getting the dogs, the goats, and yourselves settled up. Rovid, you have a fancy new weapon that you were kind of trying to see if you could get to, so we love it. Um, however, while you guys were snug as a bug in a rug in your bed, Bellamy was racing 
we thought. Towards this voice in this glow, um, Grillbar's mostly dead body tucked into the dog sled next to you, Tomald and the Yeti Tyke running running alongside you, just trying to be you guys tried your best. And it snowed. And it snowed. And it snowed. And the whole time, in your head, this voice is asking you what you're willing to give up to bring Grillbar back. And anything. You were willing to do anything. After some time, you made it to that glow and the warmth. It was different. And it felt like a bright spot in the otherwise dreary landscape as the frost maiden herself before you said i got you boo all you have to do is kill this one guy for me it'll be fine just go find him you know where he is right in the heart one dagger and arl was more than gracious in bringing Grobar back to life quite um quite literally breathing life breathing power back into him before dropping you back in front of the Dwegar fort where you were pretty sure you were gone um whether or not you were running in circles or some weird magic happened I don't know I was feeling kind of feisty that day as you guys were dropped, Adel, Alexia, Rovid, you guys did hear some thuds and some barking and what you thought might be some familiar voices. Adel, of course, immediately picking up on Bellamy's voice, rushing out the door, tackling before being like, Grillbar, hey. Oh my god, Grillbar, hey. You're breathing. Um, you guys came inside. Bellamy, Grillbar, you were so tired. You slept for the next 24 hours, which was nice. Adel and Alexia, you guys were able to start kind of having some heartfelt conversations and, you know, healthy relationshipness. Uh, Rovid, you, on the other hand, though, were sort of met with a struggle praying to Kelimvor, um, for some insight onto what to do with the scythe. Um, Kelimvor simply responding that you needed time feels kind of vague kind of rude but you know we're here i said it again <laughs> that's beside the point anyway you guys woke up the next morning got everything packed up made it back to care koenig um were able to deliver the um the goats the lantern and the beads to their respective owners the Keepers of the Northern Lights Inn provided you with beds for free and a nice hot meal. And you were able to settle in for the night. Um, the Curse of the Frost Maiden is still heavy on your hearts, but at least, if, at least for the night you were able to rest and knowing that you were able to help somebody today. And in times like this, that's really all you can do. You think that the sun might be rising at this point. Idol, you've been up for a little while. Um, you have this little potion box in front of you that it's it's still a little bit of a mystery, but the more you play with it and tinker with it, your little weasel familiar, um, kind of hopping around the empty bottles. Um, it's starting to it's starting to come together, and I you think maybe with another day or two's worth of practice, you could probably make something worthwhile. Um, 
tell me tell me what you're doing while the rest of your party's just kind of asleep. You know, you can hear the rooms down the hall. Grillbar snoring. He's out cold. Rovine's probably snoring too, but 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 the now undead grill bar sort of takes up the whole thing. Um, yeah, that kind of uh, the the grill bar is kind of occupying a large space in his mind um, because, like, he he does very much feel a bit like it's his fault um, because he he just made he he made the wrong call he made the wrong choice he could have he he could have ran back but he didn't know that grill bar was that bad um and so that is kind of he's he's very meditative about that as he is kind of um trying to get familiar with all of the things in his herbalism kit. Um, there are some things in there that he recognizes because there's some plants and things that are, you know, both exist in the Feywild and in the material plane. But then there's a couple of things that feel a little bit more specific to this plane that he's still getting acquainted with. Um, and he's like got his little notebook and he's mapping out what he can make with different things and trying to like uh look through his spell book which has a little bit of information about like components and things just from what he learned from uh the potion seller he lived with in the Feywild um whom he calls his grandmother so he is just kind of fiddling around with his stuff kind of trying to like learn and take in information but also is very like trying to trying to think of trying to be like I need to do better next uh, I will uh, there can't be a next time you know there can't be a, a like if he's in it, he's very much like if if there's a situation where like no matter I don't know he's he's very contemplative as he does all of this meditative in a way like when you're when you've got like a big box of crayons and you're trying to put all the crayons in color order and you're just kind of like sitting there and you're just sorting and like you're not really thinking about what you're doing you're thinking about other stuff but like your hands are moving and so that's kind of what he's doing that is all too relatable um so adel you've been up for some time who here wakes next probably ravid all right ravid is you <laughs> um oddly enough uncharacteristic characteristically are awake before bellamy um what are you what are you doing in in this moment um um uh, ravid is in the process of um, braiding her hair for the day and um she's currently braiding the small white patch of hair on the side of her head 
and she goes to pick up her her um, the two church bells and tie them into her hair as she usually does and she kind of just holds them for a moment and just really thinks like am I doing the right thing and then um, she ties them into her hair as usual and then braids the the rest of her hair before gathering her things and Damn that yeah, you have been through um kind of um kind of a moment really. Um you really are struggling. Um Kelvor is usually not that unresponsive to you. Um, mm-hmm. He's been very direct with you before in the past. Your family has always had a fairly close connection with him. Um, you know, especially being in the Ten Towns, being in the Icewind Dale, d- death surrounds you. Um, his presence is very, very strong usually, and it, it feels almost as if he has pulled back but you're not quite sure why um mm-hmm. but your your power your divine connection to him is still there it is still present um you know you feel it when you wake you feel it in the 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 tank of the church bells um you know that that grave that that the the ring of the graves kind of echoing beyond just the the initial um the initial sounds and you can take some comfort in knowing that he has not abandoned you or condemned you to mm-hmm. a life of um not knowing yeah, I think also while she's braiding her hair um, before she steps out, she's also thinking back about her parents and, you know, maybe it's it's time to go back and check in because she's wondering if maybe her dad would have any, any answers. There. Um, luckily, at least you are able to remember that... Um, you you can take some solace in knowing that you do have to return to Termaline. Um once you have found this Sethic. Um uh that is where that is where your grand reward awaits you. Um so Bellamy, Grillbar, you guys have been through a lot in the last thirty-six hours. Um who's who's waking up? Who's Who's first to recover? I feel like it'd be me because Grobar was pretty fucked. <laughs> One way to um, describe it. I mean, it is, it is the only way to describe it at this point. Um, but let me. We, I locked the door after Rovid left, right? I think I did. Or I used my body mask to, to block the door again. Either way. You guys are back in the inn, so you you have oh, the ability the to end. lock your lock your door if you would okay. like. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna have my door have been locked. I just like roll over, and y'all hear the thud as I hit the ground again because I forget that the bed is not that big. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I just kind of groan. Like, uh... Um, and I touch, like, the center of my forehead where that snowflake is. God fucking damn it. Stupid girl bar. <laughs> Why did I have to care? Um, and I look around, is my Yeti Tyke in the room with me? Yes. Um, so you have been granted, uh, an interesting, an, an interesting thing. The Yeti Tyke is very close to you now. Where the Yeti Tyke may have blended in under your cloak or um, even into Tomold's feathers, and they would have slept possibly outside or in the stables with the dogs. Uh, your Yeti Tyke is curled up and is on the bed next to you. He's all, he's all sleeping. He's very tired, Molly. Yeah. Um, you don't remember whether or not he snuck in or you snuck him in, but he's he's with you. Um, and I probably you, ended up sneaking him in because I keep him under my cloak. <laughs> there. Um, and you do notice um, the 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 tips of his little ears have that same snowflake pattern. Um, and it kind of the tips of his ears are that gray color, and it kind of flakes down into what would be the, the skin color, I suppose. Um, into that that pale peachy and white um but that marking does feel fairly familiar um and is mildly reminiscent of the one that is on your forehead right up well i guess he's in it with me <laughs> um y'all hear like chittering and and like slightly concerned chittering like anxiety almost um and it's it's pretty loud so like you can hear it I'm like hmm this is not good oh did you knock on the door uh cool Bellamy are you alright uh 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 yes <laughs> I go and unlock the door I'm like hi everything's fine bye <laughs> Close oh, the door. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, if you if you need help with anything, um, I'm not great with children, but I'm basically a child myself, so I don't know. <laughs> I open the door again, and like one little eye and ear. You know magic things. Yes. I do that cartoon grab where I like grab you by the shirt and yank <laughs> you in and then close the door behind you. Oh, um, uh, yes, uh, I know, I know quite a bit about magic. I know more, it's strange, I know more about magic than being a person, I realize. Um, what, what, what do you need help with? <laughs> I point, I don't even say, I point at the snowflake on my forehead, which is at this point pretty, pretty small, right? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. small. And then I point at the tyke's ears. I'm like I don't oh. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um uh well let me consult my arcane knowledge. <laughs> um it'll go ahead and make me an arcana check. Thank you. Consult <laughs> my arcane knowledge. <laughs> let me go ahead and consult my arcane knowledge. Like I knew I made the pact, but I did not know that included the tyke. Um so that is a total of six. <laughs> Woof. Wait, wait. 
Um, can it, does this does this work for this? You magically uh, no, that super does not work. Do I have literally anything that I can that I can do for this? No, because I'm a goddamn enchantment wizard and not a divination wizard. <laughs> Choices have been made. I normally play. I, uh, you have been granted. You have been granted inspiration. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> are you going to use it now, or are you going to bank it? I want to use it now because I want okay. information. Because I'm a nosy okay. little bitch. <laughs> go, go ahead and. Um, uh, I'm not going to use the same die though. I'm going to use a different one. Good idea. Uh, I am going to use this pink one. This pink one does pretty... I believe in it. Uh, that's a 16. Okay. That definitely passes. Um, go ahead. It'll describe to me how you go about um, consulting, I suppose. Um, are you going to touch the mark? Or are you just so... going to get real close and stare at it? Um, I am going to, uh, first inspect Bellamy's mark. Um, I will not touch without permission, um, but I will, like, take a look at it, notice all of the, like, the way that the snowflake is shaped, like, the specific, um, because snowflakes are all unique, um, and take very close notice of, like, the intricacies of this particular snowflake. Um, and then I will take a look at the Yeti Tyke um, as best I can, being a little bit nervous. Um, and, like, see if... He if, won't hurt you. Like, similar patterns um, within the actual structure, within the actual, like, crystalline structure of this image of the snowflake on, on there. Lovely. Um, so with a 16... Um, upon investigating the snowflakes that are on the, um, the, the back of the Yeti Tyke's ears, you do notice, um, one of the snowflakes is perfectly identical to the okay. one on, um, Bellamy's forehead, but even more so, the, as they sort of sprinkle down in, um, and fade away a couple of them are interlocked almost like chains um like a snowflake chain and you are able to do a basic um you you, through through your arcane knowledge i have a basic understanding that um they are somehow bound to each other well uh definitely the two of you are bound uh bound to each other uh, that one's uh, pretty clear. Uh, you see this snowflake here, and I'll point at this, looks exactly like the one you've got on your forehead. Um, and uh, yeah, there's definitely some sort of magical binding. And have you have you formed any magical connections with anything recently? If I had a cup of tea, it'd be like this. Like... <laughs> That's the facial expression you get. Like the, I don't know what you're talking about. Insight. Silence is the better option. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, just silence, because if I. 
it has come to mind and, and the GM's attention that I actually fall under the Fae as well, so I can't lie. Yep. Um, so, so you um, you can go ahead and roll inside if you want to see if Bellamy's just a very nervous. I mean, I mean, my my, I feel like the natural like RP RP insight with that facial expression is very much like something is going on here. Yeah, you can definitely yeah. discern that. Um, yeah. Bell- Bellamy, have you made any deals with Faye? I'm concerned. Is she considered a Faye? No, she's not considered a Faye. Technically, no. Technically, no? What does that mean? <laughs> she's not a Faye. <laughs> Who? Alright, um, who's she? I know in some cases for these packs, you can't say a name. Is that the case for mine? Yes, you are able to refer to her simply as the Queen of Frozen Tears. Cool. That's what I say. The Queen of Frozen Tears. Uh, I've... I don't think I've ever heard of the Queen of Frozen Tears. Interesting. Um, well... (laughs) Clearly, she has deemed uh, it a good idea to bind you to uh, this small yeti. So, uh, you got a little buddy now. Awesome. Go on, pal. Um, if I die, does he die? Like, I'm, that's what I'm more concerned about. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, that is a question for other GMs. Um, Pack to the chain. Does your familiar die if you die? I'm not uh, familiar enough with warlocks. Technically, this is a weird situation because they're technically not even alive. They're like spirits to begin with, so that's up to you. So yeah, I think we're going to say suspended in animation for like still is free will. Like we don't do that. Um, you know yeah, what? No, you know what? We won't play Baldur's Gate here. We'll treat him like scratch. Best boy. Okay. He's never best gonna boy. die. <laughs> never gonna die. He's best boy and he will live on forever. If that dog He's... dies in my game, I'm gonna fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I don't think you have to worry about the whole like if one of you dies, the other dies thing. Uh that doesn't seem to be the sort of thing happening here. You see, if if it was, there would be a, a little extra line here on this snowflake, um, but that line's not there, so I'm gonna say probably not. You're probably safe on that front. Um, you, like, yeah, notice just... the audible, like, sigh of relief, like, oh my god, I didn't doom this child. <laughs> <laughs> no, the little guy's not, not been doomed. I mean... We might be doomed. We I don't know. There's a lot going on right now. We might be doomed. And then a part of me is like, fuck, Rilbar. Oh. <laughs> I say it out loud. I'm like, what about Grillbar? Does your does your does this packed thing you doing have anything to do with why he might be alive? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You think I'd make a pact for no fucking reason? No. Like, I don't know. He needed to be alive. The owlbear needed him. I wasn't going to take care of the owlbear. That thing will become like five times my size. 
true. That thing's gonna get big. Um, okay, well, good. We're glad Grillbar's back. Very, very glad, very relieved that Grillbar's back. It, complicated feelings there. Um, okay, so you've got, you've got this new this new thing going on with the, the queen of frozen tears and you've got a little guy tied to you magically i know what that's mm -hmm. like kind of we should probably yeah. check on Grubart. I was yeah we probably should <laughs> as you start to think about him um you know, kind of in that moment. Grillbar, you are still sleeping, or...? Probably woke up when the Bellamy boom happened, but I... I... but, like, haven't interacted with anybody, yes. Uh, like, what at this point, Tommel? it's... Oh, uh, Tommel's... Told, is Tommel allowed in with me, or is Tommel have to stay outside? <laughs> you know what? It's, it's a special occasion. He can come inside. I snuck him in under my cloak. Uh, yes, that's exactly how that worked. Grillbar, you seem to be very tall all of a sudden. I just, it's what happened when you come back to life. Grillbar, um, did someone cast a large on you? You have four you legs, are you me? okay? Um, six. Um, okay, so yeah, Grillbar um, probably wakes up. It's the first time he's been in a bed since, you know, dying. Um, kind of wakes up and... Oh, starts rubbing that spot where the the finger touched his chest. And look that um, Tomald, who looks, I believe you said, much healthier than he had been. It's oh, fucking weird, but better me than you, I guess, buddy. Um, he's gonna kind of go outside and once again uh, make that weird um, like lotion or tincture that he was putting on. Um, Tommel's legs with the mix of the snow and the berries that he has um, and kind of just start rubbing on his chest. Oh, there we go. Mm. And then make sure, like, make sure it's covered up. Make sure at no point anybody sees it. Um, and then just, like, kind of walks back in. And Roll me a medicine check point. for that. Okay, I have my... There, there. I was like, where did I put my dice? <laughs> dice are useful in this game sometimes. Uh... 19 on the die for a... I haven't looked at his medicine in a hot second. Uh, 22. Okay. When the DM's upset that you can do a thing. <laughs> um, but then he'll come back in, probably about the point where, uh, with, like, and, like, meet up with Tom, like, at the door as he kind of just has him sit and wait for him, at the point where just, like, they start saying, Grillbar, that that Albert's gonna get so big, and it's just, <laughs> Grillbar just going, you're such a good boy, you're just, nothing will ever go wrong, you'll never get too big. <laughs> and then he'll come back in and kind of just wait for everybody to come down. Okay, so Bellamy, Adel, you guys are, you know, you're all like, oh no, Grillbar, you should probably wait. Uh, hopefully he didn't die again. Um, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> but you are, you are able to hear, you know, the, the, the Northern Lights Inn is not very, it's not very large. Um, you can certainly hear footsteps, you can hear people, um, you can hear Rovid getting ready in the next room um, by that signature church bell. 
um, as they fasten them to their braid again. Um, and more importantly, you can hear the, the large thuds of one owl bear in the common area of the inn. Um, so will you three go down to meet Grillbar or? Ravid's like a cat. You always know where she is because of the jingle of the little bells. <laughs> um, I can't even be mad because it's true. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go check on Grillbar. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm going to check on Grillbar. And then I'm, I want to, to like, try to convince him to go with us to Ravid's room so that we can check him over <laughs> without causing a scene. By all um, means, how does this conversation go over, please? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I, what do you mean? Nope, nope, nope. There's things happening. I, I really like in in a whisper. I'm like, Ado and I really need to have you checked over by Rovi's. Like, yeah. Um. Okay. Um. That's just, fine. We needed some. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the safe side. Okay. No, that's fine. We can go to, yeah, we can go to Ravid's room. That's fine. Go and disturb Ravid. <laughs> Who I'm sure is done with our shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, um, we need, can you check over Grill Bar? Please. What? Just Whoa. to make sure that he's like, all right and stuff. Ravid opens the door and she's down near like the bottom of her brain, just like braiding over her shoulder and she's like, I already looked them like you all over. What what what's is is yeah. there something new? And I'm just gonna look at Bellamy. Okay, let's Bellamy's go in the room. Idea. Can we come in? There's obviously something happening here. I guess. Okay. As you all file into Rovid's room, it is now suddenly very cramped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let him sleep. There's a... <laughs> yeah, Alexia. Alexia is probably um, well. He's got a lot to process. Um, mm-hmm. He's flirting with those dudes. Well, I certainly hope not. Um, but as you as you all file into Rovid's room, it is it is cramped now. I mean, not like so cramped it's unsettling, but you have an owl bear and a roe deer, two it's, dwarves. It's it's tight. A yeti tyke, and then Adel standing in the middle, like. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> one second, um, one second. going to get like a little bowl of water or juice or something. Just put it outside. Tom will stay outside. Keep an eye on the door. He can come in the room. That's, if it's getting tight, he can sit outside. He's okay. okay. I get a little bowl of water. <laughs> Sweet boy. Um, okay, there we go. It was a little crimson here. Um, Tom, Tom does lay down. He's very happy. He's got a little bowl and he starts to peck at it. Um, wash his little beak off. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a lovely gentleman. Um, <laughs> cleans himself up very nice. So you all get into the room. Um, Grobar, unbeknownst to you, you are about to have a full body medical examination. Um, <laughs> you're gonna do an autopsy. Bend over. <laughs> I gotta go check on Powell. No. Arcane lock. I was just gonna say Bellamy said the door, but yeah, that works too. That's the same thing. 
Sato plays his arcane lock. It's just like a, a magical Bellamy just sits yeah. on the floor. Oh my god, the cannon now? That's what arcane lock looks like for you? Yeah. blocking the door. I don't even have that spell. Oh my, oh my god. god, I love it. Um... All right, well, you guys are all settled in. Everybody's good. Um, what, Grobar, what am I doing? I don't, what, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Why are you Why are you two freaking out about something being wrong? What's up? Uh, I do the same thing that I did to Adelheist. So right. I mean, I pointed the snowflake on my head and pointed at the Yeti type. I'm like, we're connected. I need to make sure you and I are not connected. There's been some magical bonds that have been made, and we are just curious to see if there are other magical bonds that have been made in the same process. Scientific inquiry. I mean, I already knew about them. You made a, 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 a pact we... We had talked about it. I don't think I was part of the. I'm. I don't think I'm. Check it. I mean, I looked you myself over. You're... I didn't see any snowflakes or anything. That's because you are a snowflake. <laughs> Fucking hurt. Wow. I haven't had my morning beer. Fuck off. Oh, here. <laughs> 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 Well, we just want to be on the safe side, you know? Just make sure. Okay. Um I mean you had a... you had the weird hole in your clothing right in the middle of your chest. Yeah, there's no flesh stuff like that, though it's fine. I check here. Why that'll take his armor. Like he'll leave like a shirt and pants on, but it'll be like, look, there's no no snowflakes. We're good. Check. Wait. Wait. Grillbar, when you raise your arms. Mm -hmm. Um, you raise your arms for that moment and your tunic kind of comes untucked for a moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and on the, that, the side of your hip, just for a brief moment, the rest of you see a flash of a variety of healed scars, um, different stages of healing and, um, discoloration. Some of them are still that purplish color, which is f tend to mean that they're a bit more frequent. Some of them have turned in that exceptionally faded white. Um, and they look like, they look like for those of you who understand weaponry, that they have been made with a variety of instruments. Yeah, so I have to talk them back in. <clears throat> yeah, see? I'm fine. Uh, Ravid's gonna go over and just, like, pull like untuck your shirt and just like pull it up and look at the stars and be like what is this um my youthful years we'll say hmm. all right um and he's just gonna sit down on i guess a chair or a bed or something pull out his pack um I wouldn't have to fucking talk anyway because I died and if we're going to spend the time with each other and dying and doing things to bring each other back to life, let's figure out the fuck we are doing. You uh, want to do this now? Are we, are we all sharing and caring now? Let's fucking do it because I just came back to life and I want to know why the fuck I died for. Though he's fucking asleep and we'll figure that out later. I'm still mad at him. So... And he uh, he rifles through and pulls out, and just see you see this um, like 
metal helmet padding on the inside um, with like kind of if you take a look like any he'll show it to everybody but there's like kind of like little spokes right around the the like the chin line where it would almost just like embed a little bit uh, and there's these um, like chain mail like almost looks like a beard going down it uh, he says Well, before I came up here, I was from somewhere else. Came down from a uh, south. I was I was I was forced to fight people for most of my life. Um, I met Tumuld and knew he was from up here. Put on a put on a fucking fake voice and uh, came up north. Someone someone died getting us out, and I am pretty sure I am still being hunted at this moment. Right now, I think this fucking storm is the only thing probably keeping being found. So, here's your bullshit. If you travel with me, there's a chance someone's gonna be coming for you by your association because I... Well, the other guys didn't look so good. Mm. Well... Um, I'm on your team. We're all a team. And if someone's coming after you, and therefore coming after us, then I guess we'll just have to face it head on. Because we're a team now. We're a party. Um, Adel, go ahead and roll me another Arcana check. Natural one. Natural one. Hey! You yep. love the natural one. Okay. That's all. Um uh and Adel is 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 gonna um also like uh wherever are you're like sitting on the bed or something, right? Yeah. Um he's gonna sit next to you. Um and I I want to very sincerely apologize to you and I know this I can't really make it up but I very I feel very responsible for your death you have been acting fucking weird since I got back yeah and um I I thought that I was doing the right thing by chasing after to try and help Alexia. If I had realized you were in as bad a shape as you were, though, I never would have ran off. And an apology for something like that really doesn't make it better. It really doesn't make it 
It doesn't fix it, it doesn't change it, but... It won't happen again. It better not happen again. I will drag you out of hell myself. It's not kinda, Yeah, he kind of, he kind of... Nick knew. Uh, Grillbar <laughs> didn't know what had happened yet. Uh, so he kind of just looks at you. So... I was unconscious underground. You went somewhere else. You weren't underground. Um, but... On the ground. On the ah. ground. Sorry, I'm between my two voices now. Because there were two other people there that I thought- There were two other people there that I thought there was more time. Okay. I was a good 30 feet away. I couldn't see you very well. Doesn't just- not a justification, just an explanation. But I couldn't get to you in time. It was bad timing as well. It was bad timing, it was a bad choice, it was a bad situation. Okay. No, um, you made the choice that you thought was going to be better in the long run. I think you just, and it kind of like makes a look towards uh, Bellamy. I think you have somebody else to apologize to as well. <laughs> he just keeps looking over at Bellamy. Bellamy looks so confused. <laughs> and somebody, Bellamy just ended up. Am I allowed to talk about what I know? Because I'm not in any kind of fact. Um, you are, oh, you are, you have a, a general awareness that Bellamy made a pact. Right. Um, I don't know with who, though, yeah. You don't know with who. Your, your main concern and your main struggle is moving forward is to hide the recent hole in your chest. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and then the, um... The pain that it it is going to potentially cause you in the future. Forget, forget everything's fine with that. Uh-huh. Bellamy just had to do something, possibly sell their soul or some shit to some otherworldly being to bring me back. If you made that decision, which you said you learned from, which is fine, Bellamy is now having repercussions to that decision, so I think Bellamy, probably more than I do, deserves the apology. Bellamy, I'm sorry to you as well. Bellamy's, like, very confused, like, you didn't make the decision, I did! I could have left him dead! (laughs) Fair enough. I I didn't want him to die. So, can we all make an agreement here that if somebody... In the future, if any one of us is down, there's nothing more important than getting them back up. Of course. Kind of just like puts a hand in. Agreement? Agreement. This is all of us. (laughs) I mean, I think I've already demonstrated that. I know, but it's a a, a bringing it together kind of situation. 
Thanks. With my little paw in. It looks so small in comparison to everybody else's. And then just one green hand. <laughs> you are all so fucking cheesy. I'm just picturing a break. Um, <laughs> I, well, yeah, he'll pull away and just look at Adelheid. We're good then. Good. Oh my god, guys. Oh. <laughs> he is Bellamy. Would I know that there's potentially a hole in his chest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has a... He, he has a... <laughs> you don't know. Um, you know that. Alexia would be very upset. <laughs> he has a hole spring. in his tunic in the center of his chest. Where I put on a different shirt. You did not. <laughs> where Do you have a different shirt? <laughs> she took a very large talon. It's probably the size of an ice pick. And rammed it through his heart. I mended his shirt, but oh, not. Yeah. is his shirt-ish. Ish. Ish. Um... But he had a, essentially the equivalent of an ice pit go through his chest. Um, there is, by all accounts, you would you would know, even if you're not a healer, you would know that there is no way that he should be functional. When she sealed it shut, it was um, that dark, angry purple. Um, the skin had wrinkled over it. it. It didn't even really look like it would it would ever heal. It looks like somebody gathered... Um, it had essentially gathered excess skin and pulled it and just squeezed it until the, it scarred over. There is by no account he should not be staying. He should be struggling to breathe and there should be visible proof. Oh, Grobosh is like stretching, like looking by, like, oh, good morning. Grobar. Mm. Let me see your chest. Inappropriate. And there's no like normally Bellamy is pretty like playful and shit, but mm-hmm. there's there's no hint of playfulness. It is very serious. Um Okay, and he like pulls his shirt down to the other side and you're like, <laughs> yeah. I will literally shred that with my claws if you don't take it off now. Okay. Um and you do definitely, as he does take the shirt, the shirt, his body is covered in many scars. Um, some slashes, some a... prods, like claws, probably teeth, things like, like all different kinds of wounds all over him. Um, and he's just like, as he so, he's just like, you can just see an uncomfortableness to him, like being uncomfortable having people see this. Um, but you do see just like right where his heart is. Um, is I'm getting pings. Am I supposed to be okay? No, I wasn't sure if these were the DM reaching out to me for something. Um, it's just like a very necrotized wound, like right where his heart is. It'll be fine. No, it just needs time to heal. That does not look fine. I mean, mm. I was dead. It's fine. I've already figured out a way around it. We're fine. It's, it doesn't even bother me. Can I have an insight check on that? Yes, please. Can Anybody I who wants to do insight? insight? Yeah. Can, can I insight but use medicine? 
Yes. Yes, I will let you insight from the medical perspective. And Grobar, are you... Oh, oh. Nope. My whole thing froze. There we go. Um, Grobar, are you going to... Do you want to contest a deception to hide it from them? That ain't going to work. Um... (laughs) I just say make it a baseline. Uh, I'll give you a DC. You pick the DC. Uh, my deception. My deception sucks. I can. Uh, my deception. Yeah, my like baseline deception is a ten. So like, I'll, I mean, I'll roll for it if you want. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Can I uh, also do a medicine check? Sorry. You know yeah, what? Of course. Seventeen. Okay. <laughs> I rolled. Well, I got a there. Six. Twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking wizard. Twenty three. It's okay yeah. because you're. I've done that one for a total of three. I'm a cleric, guys. I can fix it. I'm just gonna slap some dirt on it and some duct tape. You're good. That's exactly what Grillbar did, basically. Oh my god! I, in your defense, you're a cleric of death. You're not. You're not the healing cleric. Rub some dirt on it. That was what? You know how to embalm the body? I do. You're. You're right. You're right. That is wild. What um, is a necromancer except a cleric that's a little late? <laughs> my yep, favorite exactly. um well unfortunately bellamy rovid you guys are like wow that looks like shit i've had plenty of these before adel you however are able to discern by looking at the disgustingness of the wound you think back to your time on that mountain with your sort of grandmother um you know while she was pretty adept at making just about any potions um you'd only seen a wound or two like this before um you know that it is not going to heal um it is going to cost Grillbar something you're not quite sure what um and um this this he's in immense amounts of pain this isn't a regular wound this this is this wound isn't going to heal not in the regular way yeah it's gonna look like shit Mm -hmm. no it's going to cost you something I, we're good. I figured out it's same kind of concept that I did for when um, Tomold wasn't feeling too great. I, no, no, no. This isn't a this isn't a regular physical wound. This is a magical wound. Mm-hmm. This oh, is. Oh, so was Tomold's. We're good. I I have some tips. I have, I have some tricks up my sleeve. I I did it this morning. We're fine. Really? Adel, when you're 24, you know that he's lying. You know that he hurts. You ha- you've got to be in immense amounts of pain. Was well, earlier. I took the edge off earlier. This uh, morning. I'm going to say something to you that I've said to some that I've said to Alexi as well. You cannot lie to me. I am a fae. That doesn't work. I love that I'm a fae, and I'm barely figuring this shit out. <laughs> Um, like, oh, I mean, I want, and I'm gonna cast Goodberry. I'm like, I can make a kind of like, like a lather with these. That's not going to heal it. 
It takes the edge off. I don't think it's ever gonna heal. Clears clears their throat softly. I think we need to finish my patron's request before any sort of healing will begin to work on, on that. Well, what's your patron requested? The death of someone who's murdering people? That's oh, we can do that. <laughs> His name is Sepik. Oh, that motherfucker? <laughs> I am taken aback because that is the first time I've heard Adel ever curse. <laughs> oh, he's... That might be the first time I've cursed with Adel. No, that's the guy we le- we heard about him a while ago. He's the guy who's, like, killing people. And we with, have to... With the ice knife, correct? Yeah, the, with the ice knife. Oh. Um, Apparently he's gone rogue. They always do. He multiclassed? Sorry. Um, <laughs> he um, was originally part of my, my caravan. Then can I put my shirt back on? Yes, things. you can put your shirt back on. Does that not seem convenient to you, Bellamy? Or to anyone? Hmm? That the person that is going around doing all these murders, Bellamy knows. And then your now patron wants you to kill them. That 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 is too convenient. And that's like that's coincidence. That's well um that is a bit strange. Why I literally wanted to have this talk in here was the fuck the rest of y'all have going on. <laughs> she kinda just plays with with her braid. No, 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 we're not doing this because, again, we didn't know what was going on with that one. We'll get to that one whenever he fucking wakes up. We're going to take our break. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to know what's going on with Ravine. (laughs) We find out after break. (laughs) Yeah, we'll find out in 10 minutes. Uh, Everybody knows what's going on with Adel because he doesn't shut up about it. (laughs) Nobody knows what's going on with Adel. Least of all, Adel. (laughs) Yup. Adel's like, I'm a mountain. Girl Boy doesn't know that yet. Oh, true. true, true, true. Oh, yeah, I don't know that. You guys don't. We're going to have to catch them up. Y'all have to catch us up because we have no I thought I didn't have anything to share. I love this. Um, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick 10 minute break, everybody, so you know we can get up and refill our waters, um, get a snack. So, you guys, too, please get up, stretch, take that short screen break, fill your water. If you haven't yet, take your potions. Um, they make the world go round, um, or they make the world go blue. That's beside the point. Um, sorry, my cats have a box and. She's losing her mind. Um, oh, thank you. Um, anyway, we're going to take a short 10-minute break. So we'll be back right at, you know, right around um, 38. Uh, between 38 and 40. So get up, stretch, get your water, get yourself a snack. And we will see you here shortly. Don't go anywhere. See you soon. I hope you all got a... Bless you. I hope that you all um, <laughs> got your sorry. 
Well, I brush my hair on break, and then I just toss my brush back on my bed, and of course, picks it over there because everything belongs to her. Everything the light touches. Um, she sniffed my brush, and then she sneezed. Oh, the whole internet heard that sneeze. I didn't. Wait, did you really hear it? I thought I didn't, I heard it. I didn't hear it. Oh. I heard something right before you said bless you. Anyway. Doc is just hearing things. Fine. True. But Probably that hole in my now? chest. <laughs> She's like... Are you good? Can I continue? Thank you. <laughs> Ma'am. That was controlling you. No, she's just staring at me and then she sneezed a second time, but it was very aggressive and then she looked very angry with me, like it was my fault <laughs> she sneezed. How dare you make me sneeze? <laughs> well, jail I, for I, mother, jail for mother for 1,000 years. <laughs> kind of where we're at. Mm-hmm. And then Pippin's in the box and Pixel wants in the box and it's a whole thing. Um... Oh, <laughs> Control your children. They're not mine. Um. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome in. Yeah. Um. And then I think. Ooh. I think. Wait. 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 I think I missed. Maybe Adel Inspiration. Um. We nope. did get a follow from uh, Silver Cat Boy. Yes. Which okay, good. I'm in love with your username. If you're That's if you're amazing. still around. I, I I have a sweater that says legalize cat boys. Um, I believe that you and your people uh, should be legal. <laughs> <laughs> that was a statement. Wow. I didn't think I would ever hear coming nope. from Evelyn. We're here. All right. Legalize um, cat boys. Yeah, legalize cat boys. Legalize, legalize if you're cold, me. they're yeah. cold. Let them in. To your heart. Um, <laughs> Uh, heck, unfortunately, uh, with Rand- Randall is gone, so we don't have access to quite all the commands. Um, so we are doing manual clipping, but um, yeah, we have, we have some things. It's not everything. Yeah, um, manually do it, heck. Heck in the olden days. The olden days. What are you saying? Oh, 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 we're olden days. Alrighty. <laughs> Heck's like, fine, we're going then. Um, Alright. So... Um, yeah, we're not going to tackle bar. We're not going to tackle bar. (laughs) Whatever. You guys know where you were at. Get back to it. I believe in you. I'm going to, I'm going to. Wait, where were we again? Where is this? Yeah. What the hell's up with your shit? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, we're not doing this. I died because we didn't know that Alexia was going to go run off and break off and do his own thing. Because then I had to hold the door while all these other things heard us come in. So we need to know what the hell's going on if we're going to stick together. That's what I kept trying to tell Alexia. He kept trying to blow me off. Whenever he decides to power back on, if he's priming his pistons, I don't know what the hell he's doing. I ain't dealing with him right now. But at least for the moment, the four of us get our shit together before we talk to him about whatever the hell happened with him. Well, who wants to go first? Adel, we already know your shit. I don't think Adel knows your shit, which is the scariest part. Oh. Well, um... I'm the spirit of a mountain? In, um, physical form? Hmm. Um... So that's pretty cool. 
you probably haven't heard about this yet, but while you were unconscious, this dude called Time showed up and was oh like, hey, God. help me with the situation and whisked uh, us all away. And you were kind of there, Grillbar, like it. spiritually. Although I am having really weird deja vu, but I was definitely dead during this. Um. You were, but your spirit was kind of there and I... It was strange. It was it some was weird odd. time failed bullshit. It's free check. Can I voluntarily fail this? It doesn't matter. I got a four. Yep. You yeah. sure can voluntarily fail it. You are. You're like, um. The, yeah. No. Deja vu. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you've told me about we, this before. Yeah. We all uh, got whisked away by this dude named Time to go take care of a thing in the winter court of the Feywild. It was a strange little intermission, but I met Mab. We all met Mab. Um, she owes she owes me a favor, um, and uh, yeah. So I'm the spirit of a mountain. That's cool. Uh, I've only been a person for about five years, um, which is kind of, if you think about it, so I woke up on a mountain five years ago and straight up didn't know anything about being alive. I literally had to learn how to eat, which was a longer process than I would care to admit to. Um, I had to, like, learn... I know more about magic than I do about being a person. So we're learning. It's a learning process. It's why I'm not really great at the face stuff. Um, because I'm still learning all the rules and things. Does... I guess it technically kind of makes you part dwarf. If you're of a mountain. Like, that's what we are, right? That's what I was... Well been told in the passing right ravine or like of the mountain it's less that i'm it's less that i'm of the mountain and it's more that i am the mountain also grobar you know as a hill dwarf you do not are, are not of the mountain you are actually of something different <laughs> i don't know that <laughs> yes, i just do. know dwarves are from the mountain you i have zero dwarven upbringing well, you don't have dwarven upbringing, but you know enough to know that you are different than Rovita, mm. not just because, uh, like, all the... everything you're already aware of, but you guys are have different lineages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so... Question, Adel. Mm-hmm. If you are the mountain, does that make Rovita and Grilbar, like, your distant relatives slash children-grandchildren? I fucking hope not. No... <laughs> No, that's not quite how that works on, like, a, a a magical level. Especially because it's different mountains. And the... It's a whole, like, there's... I, like, um... The intersect... I am where the weave intersects with the mountain. And I'm a physical manifestation of... The mountain. I thought a Goliath one kind of thing like that. (laughs) It's weird and it's confusing and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, 
I'm kind of tempted to, at some point, once we get a bit more power and we are a little bit more noticeable to things like gods, to call one up and be like, hey, what the fuck is going on here? But you know what? We're not very powerful right now. I doubt any of the gods really give it much of a shit about us. Um, but you know, once I, once you know, I get to be a bit of a, I get to be a bit better, and I am a bit strong, stronger with my magic. Uh, I would, I don't know, I might call somebody up. Be like, hey, Mistra, the fuck's going on? Okay. Well, well you know, and another god or something but that's just the first she's the first one that comes to mind because the whole weave thing and wizardry and it's a lot of it's a lot of fabrics that make up the universe there's the fabric of magic the fabric of reality and of course there's the laws of physics which are like its own it's kind of like its own fabric it's more like the pattern by which the fabrics are cut i feel like Adel saying all these things and it's just like the, the college professor who's just been like yes. speaking for an hour and all the students are just like you know the meme where the lady's just sitting there and she's just looking confused and all you see is these mathematical equations no. yeah. that's literally Ravid right now she's just like all of us just like we're here we understand nothing we are listening to the word you're saying we understand none of it and we loved you for that I blank stare yeah. <laughs> um so, long story short, I'm still kind of learning what it means to be alive, because I've only kind of been a person for five years. I've been a mountain probably for millennia, it seems, because it takes a long time to make a mountain. Uh, you know, when two tectonic plates kind of crash into each other. Edel, 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 honey, you've, you've, you were, we're gone. We're <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go next? You, you are adorable, my green one. But no, the, 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 um. but I'm I I will I will say one last thing is that I am a fae. I am subject to fae rules um, to a certain extent. It's much weaker here on the material plane. I have noticed it's not quite the same as it is when I'm actually in the fae wild. The fae part is a little bit more intense there, just because that's where it comes from. But here on the material plane, things like if I were to... I don't think I can steal any of your names. I'm not going to try. I might try it on somebody else. But I'm not going to try it on any of you. Just as an experiment. I'll give it back. <laughs> but, like, it's it's... It's different, but I am still subject to a certain amount of fey rules. And that means when you're interacting with me, it might also help to be a little bit aware of those rules. Like, don't make the mistake Alexia did and dance with me. I mean, unless you're real, unless, like, or like, and, well, uh, it's complicated because a lot of it is intention, so it doesn't, it's not really a one-size-fits-all kind of problem. So what we need to know is you're still learning how your shit works, and we need to be careful about that. Yeah, and don't lie to me. Ever. I will never, I cannot lie to you. I'm not capable of it. Uh, I can be deceptive in other ways, but I cannot lie. Uh, and if you lie to me, I'll cut you. <laughs> so don't lie to me. 
Okay? That is a threat. Don't do it. I'll fuck up your shit. I mean, that's. I think that can just be a rule for all of us. Let's not lie to each other. Like, that... Like, I look at Roby and I'm like, what the hell happened to the sweet child that I found, like, two weeks ago? This is not I, the I same person. I remember when I found out I was a mountain and changed my... I just... I became a different person. You... Edelweiss, we love you. When you found out you came a, de- a mountain, you just became such a different person. And we're... <laughs> I'm the same person. You just have a you're not long. you when you're hungry. <laughs> you're not you when you're mountain. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm, I am the same as I have always been. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to be the same. And you'll just find out new pieces of my personality, which one of them is, don't lie to me. Mm-hmm. Or I will end you. Let's yeah. Let's uh, let's not lie to. Well, Maybe you know, not. you'll you'll <laughs> owe me. <laughs> really, what it is is you'll you'll owe me something, and I will take it in the most uh, monkey's paw way. So, don't lie to me. Um, but also, Adel, you <laughs> literally just said you're trying to learn who you are, and you don't know what it's like to be a person. Yep. It's okay to change when that happens too. Moving on. Um, a hair twirler. <laughs> hair twirler. Yep. Well, that's not me, because I don't have hair. I have fur. Yeah, yeah Roby this whole time has just been absentmindedly just playing with the white braid on her hair. Well. What bullshit do we have to worry about with you? Um... I mean, other than my god is not answering me. Okay. You really want my life story now? Want to know why the fuck you're out here? I was... Why, why I'm out here? Like, I know you're born here and you do all that stuff. Why are you not at home? <sighs> Because Kalimbor chose me. I left you on a red. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Ghosted by a god. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, gods did? Ugh. Hate that. <laughs> yeah, that felt better in my head than when it came on my voice. Anyways, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this. This white hair is a symbol. Um, Kalimvor chose me to be his champion when I was born. To rid the Dale of the Frost Maiden. Oh, you two are going to get along so well. <laughs> I point back and forth between Adel and Roby. So you're like the... Ch- so you've got a whole chosen one thing going on. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like it. I... A lot of pressure. It's too much pressure. And then also, like, between that and now he is not... I'm... I... I would like to go back to Tourmaline so I can speak to my father because this is the first time that I haven't 
always felt Kalimbora at my side. It's, mm. it's, it's... Like, he's, he's there. I can feel his power, but he's not always right beside me. I don't... And that, 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 like... <laughs> It is also just hard being a cleric and, you know, a guardian of the dead up in a place that is so filled with death. It's... You have no idea how many people look down on my and my family because we are devotees of Kelimvor, who is a god of the dead. Gods of death are often misinterpreted as villains, when in yes. reality, death is death comes for us all. Yes, exactly, exactly. Kelimvor is the god of death and justice, and we are. It, it is in our teachings to try and prepare everyone for death, and death is is natural. It is not a bad thing. It sucks. But if that that is his will, then... So that's... hmm? What? Do you want to take out the Frost Maiden? I mean, yeah for the betterment of, of everyone, not just for my gods. You know, I guess we're doing that thing then. Yes! We're gonna be the heroes! Because oh, guess what, Roveed? You don't have to do it alone. You've got a team, you've got a party of adventurers who are going to help you out with your destiny. Oh my god, you... Can we meet in the middle and take it a step at a time? Please. I I am with Grillbar. That is... Wow. We can, we, can look, we can look towards it. We can consider it. Just take it a step at a time. Well, I, I can't consider it. I have to. Or else, you know, probably Divine Strike, Lightning, bleh, I don't know. Doesn't sound like that was a choice for you, then. Anyways, it it was not. It was not. And this this is a constant fucking reminder that I have no choice. Have you ever tried to cut it off? Yeah, just goes back. Like the Santa Claus. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the Santa Claus? Uh, it's an old story from where I did the bad things. Ah. Um. Actually, it's a fate story. Um, a fate oh, spirit wait. would come to the material plane yes. and drop little oh, you're right. packages off to children. Yes, um, this he has, I've heard of him under a different name, uh, Santa Claus. Pretty close. Um, translation um, error. Translation error between <laughs> Sylvan and Elvish and Common. Um, he, like he's he sneaks into your house through your chimney and that is terrifying. Oh, it's a nightmare horror story. 
And he, le- if you're bad, you don't get any presents, and he just leaves little lumps of coal. There's some versions of it where he actually takes the bad children, um, and he's got this little team of, like, elf gnomes. These, like, elves that have been shrunk down and are all tiny, and he's got this little army of them, and that's how he makes all the little gifts. And, you and tell he rides the around with these children? magic with these you know magic what? reindeer. You know what you I know just what? learned? Hey, oh perspective is interesting. Um, I am too sober for this shit. Anyways, oh, one second. Another beer. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she, she's rolling up a fucking joint at this point. Like, she, she's... I am beyond the beer. Is that um, likely? Okay, so... Hey, Snowflake. That's you. It's your turn. I called you Snowflake. What? No, I am not. There's literally (laughs) a furry person here with a snowflake on their head. I cannot be Snowflake. That would be so confusing. You're Snowflake. (laughs) I do not acknowledge the fact that you called me Snowflake, and I'm still just not fucking paying attention. I will not acknowledge it. Follow me. Would you tell us your story next, please? Your turn. <laughs> she looks, or they look, hella uncomfortable. <laughs> like, oh great, we gotta, we're gonna kill the crossmaiden. <laughs> this is fun. Um, I am not from here. My people travel in caravans, obviously. My last caravan stayed in East Haven. And that is the caravan that brought Sepik here. There's not much to my story other than I traveled all over the Sword Coast and Faerun. And, like, I, I just travel. Um, but why specifically to the Dale? Like, what was the reasoning for diverging so far north? That's where my caravan took me. We're family. We stay together. There are other Rodir there. Some of them are really cute. <laughs> but I decided to look for another caravan when we figured out we couldn't leave. Once we got here, me? we got stuck. You want to travel again? Uh, you cut out. What? Sorry, you want to travel again? Yeah, I'm trying to get out of here. I don't want to be here. Hmm. Um... As for the current shit happening, well, Grimoire's back. <laughs> or that way. <laughs> um, and I had to make a patch to get him back. If I don't succeed in the job of killing Sepik, then he's going to die again. Well, then we like, better kill Sepik. For real, die. Well, then we better kill Suffolk. Um. Trying to think if Bellamy would say, because I know Adel knows who I have a pact with. Well, knows the name of, of knows what I can a use. a name. A name. Did I tell, I don't think I told Rovid. No, you just told me that you made a pact. Okay. 
And Grillbar has no idea because he was. <laughs> um, looking around the room, knowing that Alexia is not there. Uh, Rovid didn't really look very closely at the snowflake on my head because you were trying to like smudge it off. I thought it was dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Rovid, I need you to take a second look at the snowflake on my head. Okay. And in the center of it, well, actually, DM, do they need to make a, a any roll to be able to identify it or notice it? Um. <laughs> Make me an investigation check. Okay. Try and do the thing. And then click the thing. Anybody then... anybody else who wants to get up close and personal with Bellamy's forehead, um, if Bellamy's okay with it, you are also okay to make the investigation check. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, Bellamy, you're you're too tall. Bend down. I'm short. Fuck you. Oh yeah. I like <laughs> like flatten myself <laughs> onto the ground. Me. <laughs> I rolled a six. <laughs> I got an eight, I think. Is that yeah, a four? That's is, yeah, that's a four. So that's an is eight. there any other sort of way for me to try and like decipher this? Like maybe like history about the area or um let's see. It's a very distinct Distinct mark. Um, so as far as that goes, no. However, um, you lean closer to it. And Adel, I didn't get a chance to tell you this earlier, but kind of the same con. <laughs> Damn it, Goose. <laughs> Somebody must be out front of my house. Um... <laughs> <laughs> These holes while we wait for the barking to stop. <laughs> this barking brought to you by Sirenscape because epic games need epic barks. Tell me how much do you know about your, about your new patron? I know enough. Okay. Um, yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm also Faye. <laughs> who is you're your also Faye? Mm -hmm. The Rodira Faye race. Oh. oh. I never realized that. We're Faye together. <laughs> um, the party that Faye together stays together. Yeah, nope, I'm out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, a couple things um so yeah unfortunately the pattern just looks like a really pretty intricate snowflake um as far as you're aware adel you still have you are still aware that it's a snowflake and it is bound to the yeti tyke mm -hmm. um you both did notice though because you did kind of get up and close and personal with bellamy's fur it has a very distinct coldness about it that um matches Grillbar's um necrosis essentially. Um 
if you were to touch, um, and you are aware enough to know that should you touch the tattoo, either on the Yeti tyke or on Bellamy's forehead or the wound on Grillbar's chest, no matter what, um, they are all very cold. They feel like um, the, the very biting frostbite cold right before injury. Um, and again, like his injury, it feels magical in nature. Probably fine. Can I try for a religion check? Just like delve yeah, go ahead and make me a religion check and then... you. Something stands out to you. Yeah. Uh, hit the thingy. Well, Raviva, I can tell you from what I learned from what mm-hmm. I learned this morning. Checking of. Checking Fuck, I'm rolling shit today. That's a ten. Mm-hmm. Well, what I can tell you from uh, my investigation this morning is uh that uh there's something it's magical and it's connecting bellamy to the yeti tyke mm-hmm. <laughs> winter yeah you received inspiration when you were in the middle of that role so i was actually just- unhappy about I was actually going to ask if I could channel divinity and roll something again, but you are free to re-roll that. I did watch it teeter on 17 for a long time. Yeah. Do it real nice. No, because I don't want to pull my dice out. I'm lazy. Uh, (laughs) For fuck's sakes. See, this is why you should have used the real dice. Can I channel Divinity and um, beg Kellenvor for some insight, please? <laughs> you certainly can. It's gonna be an, it's gonna be a high DC. That's fine. Okay. Now now I am gonna fucking pull up my real dice because fuck. <laughs> the, the digital fuck dice shit. no. Okay, hang on. What's my thing? <sighs> it's a twenty plus stuff. Hold up. Why can't I free? Wow. Natural fucking 20! <laughs> the only nat 20 this session. <laughs> oh my god. For those of you that don't believe me, there it is. There it is. <laughs> when the DM gets out of their chair. <laughs> Child Vinny, bitches! <laughs> Woo! My God, will answer me! <laughs> Kellenor pulled through for you oh. in this moment. Damn it! God said who? <laughs> Rovi pull out the ASMR. Kellenor, please, Daddy, I really need you to answer me and give me some help. That cannot be a healthy religious conversation. Wow! <laughs> We're not going to talk about my religion trauma. <laughs> well, you know, it's the church. Um, so that's a total of 23. Good lord. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Good attention, mommy. Uh-huh. So. You are... Brows furrowed. You're staring super fucking hard at Bellamy's forehead. You are doing your <laughs> Bellamy. You're, you have been bent over for so Rovid can t- it, study this tattoo on your forehead for an uncomfortably long time at this point. I um, sat down. I'm not bent. 
Okay, so you've been sat down, Rovid, like this. I'm gonna figure it out. Um, Rovid, your eyes, so your, your eyebrows scrunch together, your nose wrinkles. And right when you think, you know, your eyes squint, right when you, when you squint, because you think it's gonna help you see better. Um, and right when you're like, I can't put my finger on it. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna DM you in our little chat a picture. Um, this particular logo stands out, to, or not logo, symbol, I suppose. The symbol stands out to you. Um, you see a six-pointed snowflake in the very, you, you see a, a very small six-pointed design in the center of this snowflake. Um, it is encased in a diamond. Um, and for a moment, you could swear that it flashes with that kind of rippling magical energy. Um, before it settles back into the design of the snowflake itself. Um, you are aware from your, um, not only from working in a church of Kelimvor and seeing people who pray, but from growing up in the Icewind Dale your whole life, that is a symbol of Arl the Frost Maiden. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> the struggle to turn my mute back up. on. It, it was perfect because of the pause. <laughs> Ruby kind of just like stumbles back and. Are you fucking kidding me, Bellaby? I don't know. <laughs> you made a deal with the Thrust Maiden. Are you fucking the only kidding? God that answered. <laughs> well, that's oh my god, that complicates things a bit. Bellamy, fucked, aren't I? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you did it, but that's besides the point. I think. I look at you, I'm like, you owe you me. I, For life. No, I owe you. I'm aware. <laughs> so the queen of frozen tears is the frost maiden. Yeah. I can't say yes or no. I fucking can. Yes, it is. All right. Um... Right. That alters some plans slightly she's, she's mad at Suffolk because he went rogue she didn't want that many people yeah because I, I remember that some people were saying that someone had said that Suffolk might be killing them in the name of the Frost Maiden yeah apparently no that is not the case. But now he's killed too many. He, she didn't want that many dead. Okay. Well, it's... So, killing Sephic, either way, I think is a... net positive. Because one... Here, here's, here's, here's the bonuses. One stops him from killing 
more people. Uh, two, uh, fulfills uh, the thing that's going to keep Grillbar alive and make it so he doesn't die again. Uh, I'd really prefer he didn't die again. I'm sure he'd prefer he didn't die again. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I... Um, and the process might get us more information about the Frost Maiden that we can do, use to get this area some relief. I... I can't kill the Frost Maiden. Yeah. And your destiny, revealed very specifically, is to kill the Frost Maiden. Yeah. Is it to kill the Frost Maiden or to remove her from the area? Because the semantics of destiny are quite important. Uh, DM said, DM said kill. Okay. Which means eventually, Bellamy, you could be turned against us. Or me, at least. You realize that? That, that, that's a possibility. Someone take care of the Yeti Tyke. You're not dying. No one else is fucking dying. I mean, Sorry. if I die, then Grimbar dies too, so there's that. So y'all have a Yeti and not... an Owlbear to take care of. Okay, remember that part where we said we're going to take it step by step with doing things? Let's take that part step by step as well. <laughs> there's one thing I know about contracts, there's way out of them. There's always loopholes. I don't even have a copy of the contract. Wait, do I have a copy of the contract? <laughs> you did it for the contract. <laughs> <Not Contracts>. <laughs> one, one. What are you doing? I'm a bard. I don't care about contract. Well, I guess I'm a warlock too. I have a copy <laughs> of the contract. And You're that's okay. Huh? I have a copy of the contract. Don't worry. In your affair, you should care about contracts. <laughs> It's inside. I wasn't raised. Hey. <laughs> well, um, as your resident, uh, well, as as someone who who has only really known Faye, kind of, I don't know anything. I might be able to help. <laughs> Great. Great. Awesome. <laughs> I know. I know quite a bit. I know about contracts and loopholes and whatnot, just because you know making deals. Um, you can probably find a loophole if you can get a copy of the contract. Yeah, let me just go ask the Queen of Frozen Tears to you know send me a contract. You know, just get one faxed. <laughs> faxed. Um, so in, in the fa- in the so in the Feywild, oh, no. we have these these little pixies who you write down a message and they make a copy of the message and they take it over to the person you're faxing it to and we call it, it it's it's instead of a, like a taxi it's a faxy. Well, it's yeah, fax is actually an acronym for fairy automated exchange. Here. I hate y'all. <laughs> Someone needs to play the dial-up tone now. <laughs> just, just to make us all feel How much psychic damage? Oh my stars. Okay. Well. Well. I. Yep. 
faxies. Got it. Reed rolls another joint. (laughs) (laughs) I roll for joint. (laughs) Roll for joint. Wow. So, yeah. um... Well, we have to kill Suffolk. And yeah, that's step um, number one. Step one. That's, He's also a bodyguard for someone in the caravan, so this is going to be yes. real interesting and real difficult. For Torga. Yeah. And they are Torga taking is... residence in the gem mine. They have moved, since moved on from the gem mine. Um, so some of the information that you would have received from her uh, will be a little outdated. Okay. Uh, however, the updated. Yep. Somebody here is has the updated information. I is found that? it, by the way. They're in East Haven now. East Haven. All right. Which is, ironically enough, where I was trying to take Grillbar to get resurrected. Works. And then I got thrown back to the. I forgot the word okay. for it. But you know what I mean. So, so East Haven. It's we go to East Haven, yes. We kill Sephic and then go back to Tourmaline. Yes. And what the fuck are we gonna do with Alexia? Well, whenever he fucking wakes up. Uh, I'm gonna go drop a bucket of water on his fucking face. Um, <laughs> I, I will say that at some point the automaton did in fact walk in, um, but he does not seem himself either. He seems very out of it. Um, but... Is um, but like he's is he recording the information? Yes, he's recording the information, so you guys can address it later. He might not have any recollection of it, and you may need to <laughs> you may need to reapproach the conversation. But Randall watched the VOD. Oh, yes. Um, however, it is at this time though that uh, Grobar, you hear a little. Screech, 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 on the on the door. Alright, I'll finish this milk. Okay. Um, was it milk, juice, or water? Because you've changed yeah, it three times. I don't know. Through. I probably gave him beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when Tomold comes in, you see there's a little weasel curled up on his head. <laughs> you made another friend. Oh, uh, that's that's mine. That's my little familiar. He helps me organize my herbalism kit. He's very cute. Once. Once a Tomold comes in, the Yeti type goes and climbs on his back and falls asleep. <laughs> You're just going to become a pet hold anyways. Um... <laughs> He's the pet transport. Mm-hmm. He, I, I'm sure whatever our, our dungeon goddess is saying is great. Oh, try again. It's there we so go. cute. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a little heart happy. I love them little babies. Just a little, just a little white, long-tailed weasel. A little bit of black right on the end of his tail. He's all curled up. He's looking real cute. He's got a stupid little face that's just like... (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. (laughs) Nothing going on behind those eyes. (laughs) Okay. So, should we head towards East Haven? Um, it's probably our best bet. Probably. Alexia, what do you think? 
Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. He's still not talking to us. Cool. Um, I right, darling. I think he's got a software update going on. Mm-hmm. Fiance, if, if you, you listen, okay? You, if you listen real closely, you can hear these weird little beeps and whirls and... and... <laughs> oh my god. So we have one set of dogs that are ours now, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yes. So what you brought back, um, and real fast too, um... It'll remind me real fast. Did Alexia take the the Chardolin piece? Or yes. Okay. Alexia has it. Okay. So go and ahead. It's wrapped um, up in a little piece of cloth. For you, roll me. I am gonna say an insight check. Um, yes, Adel, roll me. Go ahead, roll me an insight check because you have that knowledge. Um, and then so you guys brought back goats, two dog teams, the lantern and the beads. Um, you and a variety of supplies um you have yet to distribute the supplies to the townsfolk if you would like to do that before you leave you do have one set the one dog team that is yours so all of their harnesses they have food they have a sled they have all that um and then you may be able to argue for the other dog team if the innkeepers are feeling generous if not um that'll be kind of up to you guys if you want to barter haggle for a second team um, I don't think we technically need it. Yeah, you don't you don't need it, but you can certainly try for it if you'd like. It would um, make it a little bit easier. Probably yeah. less weight on one dog team would be better since we've now added a healthy owlbear and a yeti type. Yes. So um, I got 17 on the inside check, by the way. Okay. Um Adel, you are kind of able to put together that while he may have that Chardolin shard wrapped two pieces with his being modified and that a raw piece next to it they're probably having some sort of counteraction that's causing him to be unable to speak and essentially has almost rend- rendered him um um it, I don't want to say factory mechanical reset. yeah okay. it's a sort mm-hmm. of factory reset I mean he's on the more mechanical side um, if, if it stays on his person, is it going to continue to affect him? Yeah. Or is it like a? Okay. But if you re- if you remove it, um, he should be okay within twenty four hours. Okay, I'm Gosh. going to take. I'm going to take it then. Okay. I, I'm going to find it on him and put it in my bag so that it is not actively affecting him, so that he can have his little. He can do his little factory reset. Okay. To get back yes. to normal. Would I have any suspicion that that might be the metal that that the Queen of Frozen Tears wanted? You can certainly ask them about it, um, but I believe you were because you I because I had put you on the snow laps. Um, you were not there for the Chardolin conversation. Um, but no, go ahead and, yeah, um, but you can certainly bank that information for later, um, if you yeah. would like and address it with Adel and Alexia when Alexia is feeling more himself. Yeah, um, I feel like that's a better idea for me right now. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so, um, his, you know, his, so we'll say just for his, his bright blue eyes kind of like dull for a minute. Um, they flicker off and even his pupils almost vanish. 
um, before kind of flashing back to life, and they kind of twitch and fuzz out here and there. But um, yeah, Adel, within 24-ish, 36 hours, um, Alexia should be back to himself. All right. I'm going to just give him a little... We Things are weird, so I'm just going to give him a little little pat on the chest. So it'll, it's good. You'll be back to normal soon, I hope. Um, so, are you guys going to go ahead and leave the inn? Would you like to see if you can haggle for the other dog team? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you guys sort of, you start to gather up your packs, um, clear out your rooms, um, clean up after your pets. <laughs> oh, you, we clean up after ourselves in this campaign. They're, they're self-sufficient. They take care oh. of them. They're fine. But you guys kind of like, you know, tidy up straight, straight now, you know, um, get yourselves squared away. I'm trying to find the page. I got distracted on a different page. It's surprising. Um... Oh my! Of course, there we are. Um, where are my girls? Um, you come, you come downstairs. Allie is behind the bar again. Um, her sister Corey is amongst the chattering of some of the guests who have also kind of stopped or stayed. Um, people are huddling together. There's a fire blazing, and Trovis. It's sat next to the fire, relatively upright. Um, the bags under his eyes are, have started to kind of shrink, and that bloodshot quality has begun to leave them. Um, it looks like he may be sober. Wow. Hmm. The fuck happened here? Um. Uh. You off the juice? My brain had thoughts and then it went empty. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, girl, just, girl, I should have just you off the juice. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You're, you're sober. Uh, yes, the uh, events of the last few days have, um given me some new perspectives and yeah um i th- i i think it may be it may be best if i if i um at least cut back on the drinking good on you um i'm gonna look towards the other two i did we didn't give any supplies back yet, right? Speaking mm. like out, out uh, of game party. Not no. yet. Okay. Um, I was you going to try like, uh, and... You guys do the nice thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me handle it. <laughs> okay. I I go over to, to one of the, the, the barkeep, whose name I've already... Actually, did I ever... I don't think I ever learned their name. Uh, I mean, maybe in passing, um, but... Um, they would have introduced themselves a long time ago. Um, you know that Allie's the one behind the bar. You might not be as familiar with Corey. Okay. Um, I approach Allie and I'm like, I want to barter for the dog sled team. But you 
came back with the second one. Would do you really need mine? I'm quite heavy, and I look down at how big I am, and like make a really sad face. And like we we gathered a lot of supplies that we don't necessarily need from the outpost that I'm sure could benefit the entire town. Oh, my little heart. Um, well, I, mean, I, I suppose, um, you know, the the Frozen Far, they, they have teams. I'm sure that they would they would loan us if if necessary. We don't really get out much. Um, I mean, would you guys you, you did bring back a lot of crates and food and it really would go a long way if if you wouldn't mind um i i i i don't know about Corey, but i'd be willing to let you take the dogs if you wouldn't mind leaving those extra supplies you don't need i look around at the party is everybody in agreement yeah we're fine with that um wonderful now you know, we did we did just open for lunch, so if you wouldn't mind distributing, um, I, I know it's not Christmas and there's no uh, Santa, but if you wouldn't if you wouldn't mind delivering the supplies around town, I'm I'm sure people would be um, most appreciative. Yeah, that works. We can do that uh, on the way out of town, anyways. Perfect. Um. We're gonna. I'm gonna do a few things. Um, Bellamy, roll me a d100. Actually, all 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 four of you roll me a d100. Ooh. Um. Got on here. I always lose the hundred part of my d100s. I'm so particular about. Okay, it has to be the hundred. Fifty-five. <laughs> I got two. <laughs> That's impressive on a D100. Yeah. That's what the, I did digital dice because mine are buried. That's Wait, impressive. I'm having a blip. How do I do the on the backslash roll D100? Thank you. Yeah, buddy. No. It's not letting me do it. Why? You may have to do forward slash roll 1d100. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, it is 1d100. That's what they're putting in. Sorry. All the d100s. Um. I got a 64. Sorry. Out of five. Roby got 95. Holy shit. Whoop. Okay, hang on just a I will collect each of your rolls and then I'm gonna post a short little list in the chat so you know. Um okay. I want to Rovid got the ninety-five. Um Wow Alexia, way to not help. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone roll me another D another D one hundred? I got it. I got it. Yeah, I let Evelyn it. do it. Evelyn's got the best luck so yeah. far besides Rovid. That's that's my that's my uh, fiance. So sorry, explaining oh. character missing things is like my favorite thing in roleplay. It's like um, the, it's simply the best. 
That's so funny, because I got a 55 and he got a 66. Hey. <laughs> nice. Um, and then, Douglas, what did you get? 64. And uh, while all this is happening, Adel is like, hmm, that dragonborn is sober now, but I'm concerned about Alexia, so I'm going to pay attention to Alexia and, and keeping track of him and not flirt with the dragonborn. <laughs> Mother, I am in the middle of a D&D session. Okay, so let's try to sort that one out. So you guys brought back with you 60 bedrolls, so I took your rolls, then plus five, one for each of you. Um, so you brought back 60 bedrolls, 100 rations, um, which is going to go a long way for these people. Seven hemp and rope, because I didn't want to be, like, detrimental. Um, 71 various pieces of mining and climbing equipment and gear. Um, and then 69 uh, sets of winter clothing. Nice. So, um... And luckily, the winter clothes the, the winter clothing itself um, it, it comes in various sizes, so you don't have to worry about it being Dwegar specific. Um, you are able to kind of just distribute what is necessary. Um, cool. But yeah, so um, so you've got the three businesses, right? So you have the hook, line, and sinker. You have frozen fire expeditions, and then you have the northern in the northern lights in. Um, Allie has already asked that you take that and distribute it to the townsfolk. Um, so I'm going to let the, I'm going to let the assumption there be that they do not need anything. Um, so you are free if you would like to stop by the other two businesses, ask them if there's anything that they would like. Um, and then you can kind of just go about your way. Okay. Yep. Um. Oh, hmm. did we actually? I know we said we would... So, we, as a party, are it missing... We don't have, like, a set of climbing gear for each person. Do we want to now make sure we have a set of climbing gear for each person? Because I have a feeling we're going to need it again in the future. Yeah, I feel like we should just location. location. I'd still be willing... I. I still think you know maybe we should pay for it a little bit but she said to give out whatever we didn't need okay because i think then that it would be good for us to have some some make sure each of us has climbing gear Uh Uh, so that would drop it down to Because we had a certain amount of them. I think we had like three sets before. Something like that, yeah. So if we take two more, then everyone has one. That works. Uh, we <laughs> that also puts it at 69. <laughs> hey. Perfect. And then, we of course. Calculate. Uh, I'm sorry. That, right? No, you're good. I'm just double checking. 
we calculate a Randall under those calculations. Okay. I'm going to tell him you called him handsome Randall. Um, uh, and then a reminder too, I'm not stingy on the rations. You guys don't, I'm not making you track that. Um, cause I would forget to track that. Good, all we have so many pets. <laughs> and this would turn into an episode of don't starve together. And I would starve. Um, so yeah. Um, go ahead, take out whatever gear you guys need. Um, Lily, thank you for noting that. Um, and then, okay, would you like to visit the other businesses or just yes. go out to the townsfolk? Let's, Let's visit the, the other businesses. Okay. okay. Um, so just to let you guys know, so Care Koenig, in a nutshell, that's what the, that's what the book says, actually, which makes me very happy. Um, in a nutshell, um... Trovis also does not need anything. He actually, um, he has a very sad smile. Um, kind of, kind of. Do you, do you, do you need anything? You're engaged. God. We're not exclusive. Um, <laughs> we stand you know, polyamory here. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's this chat right now. This entire <laughs> team. <laughs> Yep. Um, I mean, considering Alexia already asked if I wanted to be a part of the thruple, yeah, they're not exclusive. I said no. <laughs> um, but Adel, when you ask Trovis, um, he like, gets anything, anything. <laughs> he gets a very sad smile on his face, and it doesn't take a genius or an inside check to know that um, you guys have succeeded where he has failed. He has let down his town. Um, and he will actually um, kind of cross his arms over his chest and heave, rock back onto his heels, back forward. Um, and I, I wouldn't mind if I could take an extra bedroll and a set of winter clothing. I, I now understand that I need to be better about keeping my people safe and... I would like to make sure that I am prepared for weather rather than drinking my fill and gaining warmth that way. Of course. And I'll like help him pick out like a good fit. And be like, you know, here's an extra bedroll. You know, if you're going to take care of a whole town, it starts with taking care of yourself. No, self care. Um, and he's so, gonna thank you gonna quietly. Pins. And oh. yeah, if you need if you need anything else, you know. It'll spend spending too much time. Give me a call. Give me a call. Send uh, cast sending. You know. If you need um, it. He he will. Um, pretty silver scales. <laughs> He will put he will put a claw, a clawed hand, um, kind of on your on your cheek, um, and cool. brush his brush his thumb <laughs> on your kind of just right here for a minute. I'll keep that in mind, and he's gonna leave. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> There's the fan. Get Where it. Where are they? 
Them click clacks. <laughs> I've got a book. <laughs> um, uh, and and Adel's just gonna kind of like, well, you know, if, if Alexia gets, you know, that couple from the other town, I should get a I should get a dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you see, you hear Allie and Corey uh, kind of snickering in the background, um, and they they help you load up your sleds. Um, and all right, where where would you like to go next? Um, so are we just going to do all the stores and the people and stuff on the way out to East Haven, or yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just just speed yeah. run it we go yeah. do the thing and then we just drop stuff say hey you need anything we got mm -hmm. lots of supplies um yes. and just start distributing yeah. all right and well, then yes perfectly so um you guys leave the northern light um I, I'm gonna go ahead I'm gonna put you guys on the map just so you know where you are we don't need it for we can put it on stream if you would like um, if that works, if I can remember where I'm at. Scenes. I want to go here. No, I want to go here. Ha! There we are. Um, so just as a reminder, you got we are here at the Northern Lights. This is your sort of in your town square, right? Um, so you guys. Uh, is not going to be on stream because Randall's not signed in. <laughs> oh shit, that's right. Well, that's okay. Um, it's theater of the mind for those of you watching at home. Um, so there are the Northern Lights Inn, which is on the far east side of town. Um, just to the south of them are a couple of docks and the town square. Um, across the way is the hook, line, and sinker to the west. If you guys sort of go up into the west, you will follow essentially that road. Um, Karakoning is shaped like a claw. Like so. Um, with the mouth of the bay. And kind of as you step out, um, I don't know why I don't picture anything other than Rovid and Grillbar stepping out going, We have supplies! Come get them! Yep, basically. That That's exactly what Rovid does. It's just, oh! <laughs> um, get your ass over here. And some of the the weary fishermen from the dock will come up. Um, is some of them carrying various pieces of frostbite, um, beards frozen over from being out in the wind, um, trying to navigate between the icebergs and the lakes. Um, a couple stumble out of the hook, line, and sinker. Their clothes are all worn through. Boots have holes in them. They're not dressed for the weather. Um... You, you guys are able to remember sort of just from hearing passersby and being in Karakonig for a few days that this town in particular does sacrifice their heat. So the extra clothing, the extra bedding is going to be incredibly, they're incredibly grateful. These town folk come up to you all, um, you know, they're shaking your hands. Um, some of them are asking if they can hug you. Um, there were, we're, we're respectful here. Um, I totally was gonna hug Rovi just for the giggles, though. Um, but they, uh, they're asking if they can hug you, patting you guys on the back. They're, they cannot thank you enough. Um, 
a couple little small children sort of run up the lane um, from down around the docks. They're excited. Um, Adel, you are of particular excitement. They've never seen a green fae before. <laughs> and then Bellamy, they all want to rush over and touch her fur. And they're like, oh my god, I bet you're so warm. You have to teach me your secrets. Throw um, that kid from Despicable Me. Yes, that's basically. That is how these children are responding to the presence of Bellamy. And, and, and then, you know, then there's the pets. And you guys, um, kind of as you were distributing everything out, people are thanking you, grabbing their bundles and heading back off. You have brought a, a small brightness to this very dark and sad town. Um, it is this moment that, um, really sort of just sets, sets the tone for, for you guys moving forward. Um, you know, before it was a lot of personal, personal drives and these people you have helped in a way that they will never forget. Um, Trovis... Um, smiling and you you see him clapping clapping the backs of people who remember him and are grateful that he brought in this group of adventurers to save them um, and for a while they're happy um, as you guys load up your sleds now weight free uh, you are able to make your way out of Kerr Koenig um, and you are back on the road again. The road again. I can't wait to get on the road again. Now, if only I could find my map. <laughs> I will say, as we're leaving, Girl Bar is kind of just like looking back and just watching the town as we start to yip yip away. Yip yip. What's up, Girl Bar? Yif. Yip yip. Yip yip. Not yif yif. Yip yip. <laughs> yip yip. That's why I was like, sir, you said yip yip. Whoops. Um, that was just, that was different. It was nice to help them make a mm -hmm. difference. I don't think I've ever done that before. Helped so, people? Made a difference. Yeah. So, just weird. Yeah. It is something that you kind of get used to, though. Kind of. <laughs> I guess we keep helping people, huh? Mm. I guess we keep helping people. Are you finally admitting that you're part of the team, Grobar? I never said I wasn't part of the team. <laughs> Y'all just had some very high expectations of what this team was going to do. Mm -hmm. It's not expectations, it's ambitions. It's goals, it's hope. It's, it's different wanting, than, wanting it's to do the right thing. It's different than an expectation. I love that. Um, 
Let's see here. Thing no D&D party ever wants to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Winter. Yeah. yeah, no. What? Roll me yes. in. <laughs> Why? Because no. I said so. I love you. I, love, I don't you. like this. You're, you're amazing and beautiful and stunning and and that's a three. Every compliment lowers the DC by one. <laughs> that's actually what you wanted. Um, as you guys leave the city, um, the building's no longer there to, to block off the wind. That extreme cold you have become all too familiar with bites into your skin. However... You all have either adapted in one way or another, Adel and Bellamy, or are bundled in the cold weather clothing. So, Grobar, Rovid, and Alexia. Um, you all pass, you automatically pass an extreme cold as um, the frigid temperatures dip below. Um, I did it. Dip right below, right to the cusp of that negative 49. Um, do I need to be concerned about my familiar with his one hit point? <laughs> uh, no, he. Um, I, I'm gonna kind of roll with the with the notion that um, the familiar is will take on some like the same cold resistance that you okay. have. And of course, Bellamy, you have a Yeti Tyke who's adapted to this, and then Snowy Owlbears. He's same. just tucked into the Snowy Owlbear fur. Yeah, there. Mm-hmm. The, the, he's huddled between the under the Eddie Tyke and on top of Tom. So it's like a tiny little weasel sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he's having a grand time because you know no thoughts. Yeah, um, his head is empty. He only knows how to organize. Let's see. Um, he's very good at sorting. He's your a organization boy. weasel today. Um, my, my little buddy. I need to come up with a name for my familiar at some point. <laughs> but you guys are able to, um, you're able to kind of ride for a couple hours. Um, so, you know, you are, you are able to get a few miles outside of town. So we're kind of getting about here. Um, everybody's exhausted. Bellamy, roll me that D4. No. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your turn now. <laughs> Got two. Okay. Um, as you kind of you're passing through the landscape between these two large hills here, um, the road seems to be a bit more worn. You can gather you're coming up on Cairdenavel. Um, no issues. But right as you pass around the bend into this open batch, snow begins to blow wildly out of control. Your visibility drops to next to nothing. Um, you can barely see the dog team in front of you as the snow even cuts between the two sleds. You guys practically losing sight of one another. Um, a blizzard seems to be setting in. Um, yes. Can I reach out to my patron and be like, if you want us to go and kill Sepik, it would be in your best interest to let us get to him sooner than sticking us in the middle of a blizzard where we can't see each other. Um, 
let's see the wind bellamy the wind and snow particularly seems to wrap up and around you through your fur um almost as if frost crystals have begun to to set along your ears more you can feel your fur itself freezing um and a cold laughter echoes through your um through your mind that's where we will take it for the day rude <laughs> that's what we get for saying we're gonna kill her uh <laughs> for, yeah for having a lot going on mm-hmm. oh so much oh god damn it wow. guys well, we talked well, about well. problems and our characters connected and alexia oh. was in reboot mode but yeah <laughs> god damn it alexia I can't wait for Randall to come back and us to be like, did you get all that? <laughs> finally got to finally. I, I I was so excited about the Dragonborn. As the resident scaly adjacent, I was very excited about the Dragonborn. <laughs> I I laughed harder than I should have because I immediately was like, oh my god, you fucking scaly. <laughs> Evelyn's also the resident. I can fix him. No, I, mean, I can't fix him. He has to fix himself, and then I pounce. <laughs> oh my All right, God. let's see. What do we got going on today? Um, I have. I know where we're going. You know where we're going. All right. I thought I was going to figure out where we were going. Uh, <laughs> uh, where are we raiding? Sorry. We're going to the stream queens. <gasps> Yay! We're going where? Stream queens. Always. Oh, hell yeah. Always an excellent choice. Excellent choice. So, guys, Mm -hmm. go ahead and grab your raid modes. Evelyn, who do we have to thank today? We have to thank Nalani B, Rebecca M, and Michael M. Thank you so much for your patronage. You guys are helping keep the Magic Academy lights on. If you would like to join them, exclamation point Patreon in the chat. You can join for as little as $2 a month. Go check it out. Yes. It's not letting me do the thing. Ducklist, can you see yep. if it'll work on your end? Thank you. We're yep. gonna raid eventually, guys. If not, we're gonna make it. Out. Put um, in those raid motes. Who are we doing? Stream queens. Stream yes, queens. queens. I got it. Okay. Uh, do your thing. I'm starting to raid. Beautiful. All right. Well, guys, remember this. Remember this every day. Please be kind. Love one another, and we will see you on Tuesday for more Odyssey of the Dragon Lords. Bye-bye!